0: Yes, the room—the room where it happens—that also has the a Room catawait. where it happens. I made you sing Hamilton. I know, and I hate <laughs> Hamilton. Gosh, I just was trying to impress you. Uh, I was actually thoroughly impressed. I don't know if you saw the little light that went on my eyes. Though that could also be the shampers oh. because we're having a bit of a bubbly podcast. <laughs> bubbly pod. It's a bubbly pod. It is. Um, yes, because we had we've had sort of. Um, Fun and friendly afternoon with lots of bubbly things and pizza and Eurovision <laughs> We watched Eurovision! We're gonna watch the voting afterwards, though I already know what happens. But the other person that we did all this with oh. is a friend of the podcast. Draco Malfoy, introduce yourself, my cat! Hello, no. I am Draco Malfoy. <laughs> no, that was a joke. I am full of hate because I was scratched up by an evil cat. My cat got beaten up. Luckily oh. my mum knows all this stuff in advance because yeah. I spoke to her today. So she's not learn anything weird. Happy Mother's Day, Happy Julie! Happy Mother's Mummy, Mum! Uh, but yes, we do have a different person, a human person in the room. <gasps> Our friend Paul! Paul! Yay! Yay! Paul! I did it, back. I got
1: here. I'm back Come closer,
0: like... you're miles away.
1: Oh, here I am. Wait,
0: you also sat not on the rug. We didn't organize this very nicely. We did, no. didn't. Do you
1: have uh, a cushion? No, I'm fine. Gosh. Hi, I'm back. Hi, Our Paul! Second time guest.
0: Second time, every yes. time. I'm very
1: excited. What does that mean? A little insulted that it took this long.
0: Well, I mean, no, I'm, I'm not kidding. sure you are. I'm lost. kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. I see you all the time. I feel
1: like it's worth explaining as briefly maybe as you can what Eurovision is. Yeah, I
0: know. No one
1: oh, know. Because most of your listeners are American, right? Yes. I think, yes. It yeah. oh, I okay.
0: think so. I think it's about 50-50. And oh, actually, yeah, probably a good point. Maybe
1: I'm the only ignorant one, but until maybe last year, I had never heard of
0: Eurovision. So Eurovision, Eurovision Song Contest is... Can I just say, Paul has killed a ladybug.
1: Did I sit on a ladybug?
0: It's whimpering, it's slightly walking, it's wingers broken Well... What do we do? Kill it! No! It's been in my room for days! So it's been trapped in here and you've just watched it? Never let it out? Well, (laughs) sometimes. Draco watches it too. We sometimes okay, watch I feel it like someone has to kill it because it's also dragging a leg. Oh, Paul! Well,
1: <laughs> it's literally <laughs> a ladybird. It's, hey. an, it's an insect in your room. Yeah,
0: but it's a pretty little red insect. Are you killing it? Yeah. Paul, well, it's gonna die. It can't fly. Don't show it to me. You has not killed it yet. Don't do it. They're so sweet. Don't it.
1: Don't. Well, do you do you want me to put let it on the balcony? And
0: yeah, it might get better. How it's. Take it to the vet. Okay. I've already taken one thing to the vet this week. Might as well you go gotta back. Again. Just throw it. Maybe out. give him a good shake. His yep. wing might go back into place. <laughs> Please don't shake. I just it. put it on my dresser. I will... <laughs> <laughs> well, I
1: fucking
0: Alright, now he's just it's worse now. It's spinning around and both of its wings are out.
1: Do you want it to What have or you die? done? Huh?
0: I've never seen a ladybug even do that before. Yeah, oh, was like, it doing? do no, I put them both back in now? No he won't, he's just dragging them behind him because he's walking over cat litter. Alright, <laughs> oh, I can't look. Committed <laughs> murder on the podcast. Oh no, it's alright, Paul's shuffling towards the door. Unintentional murder. Okay, now he'd have to deal with it, it's outside. It'll like live forever now. Yeah, because he's in his natural habitat with yeah. his one wing. <laughs> I, I just stared so much at the door. Okay, well now right, that you've sorry. made Paul feel bad for <laughs> unintentional murder <laughs> of a tiny It's not insects. murder,
1: it's a bug. And it's indoors, and that's just... You can kill a human who comes into your uh, residence in California.
0: Yeah, that's true. Can you? Yeah. Do we have stand your ground laws?
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: Okay, I thought that was just Florida. <laughs> um... Anyway, Eurovision. Now yeah. that we've finished, <laughs> that was like that's quite long, almost Shakespearean. Like,
1: do something! What are you doing? No! Well, I assume that'll be cut out. <laughs> no way! i staying in. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> anyway, Eurovision Song Contest is a singing competition. Uh, there's lots of finicky little rules, but basically, uh, all the countries in Europe um, compete with a song, a newly written song, and they yeah sing it live and there's like a semi-final because there's so many countries that want to be in it and then the final and it's always right before my birthday so i love it (laughs) and Um, it's a lot it's a lot and there's like tearaway costumes and glitter bombs and like it's very camp i don't know what the word camp is in american i don't think there really is one but yeah
1: we've got that word Really?
0: Yeah. yeah, they just don't use it as much Oh, it's very camp It's very camp and there's, you know A drag queen won a few years ago, that was great She was from Austria Was that the eyebrows woman? and the beard woman? Yeah Oh Drag queen I didn't know she won Yeah, Um won. Tea Not it I don't, I don't genuinely know if that was a man or a woman Like, I it's, didn't know It's, it's a drag queen, it's a, it's a it man It was a man trying, okay, I see Okay, I didn't know Um Hi darling Uh. But, yeah, so it's just, like, a lot of of really poorly translated songs and then there's a really long voting process that just makes me laugh so hard because it's a lot of satellite delays. So, you know, correspondents from every country giving their points from from each country and then they're waiting going, Hello! May we please have your 12 points! And then, you know, whoever it is from Latvia is standing there nodding, going... Yes! Here are the 12 points from <laughs> Latvia! Thank you so much for hosting the show, it looks so amazing! Everyone is so beautiful tonight! Thank you! I'm just thinking... And 12 right. points go to you! Sorry, she had to hold the floor there, I was just taking your picture because we're all in a circle around the mic, including Droko the cat. Mm-hmm. So, Paul, since we had you on last, yeah. how have you been?
1: Um, fairly well, I think. Last time I was on, it was November, and I mm. mentioned looking for a job. Mm-hmm. Which at that point, the process had just begun. It yeah. took several months. I am now employed again.
0: Whee! Whee! That's yeah. why we have you back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: don't want to bum anyone out.
1: You invited me on last time right before I lost my job. So you were like, okay, he's an employee. He's mm-hmm. a contributing member of society.
0: Exactly. Valuable
1: enough to have on the podcast. Exactly. You almost didn't let me be on it when I had lost my job.
0: This this is all But it was already scheduled. And you didn't want
1: to be rude. <laughs> right. Um but I haven't been allowed back until I was gainfully employed again. Exactly. So I'm happy to be here.
0: We let you be on the other podcast. Um, That's more of a, a mess. Yeah. <laughs> In a good way. Well, like ours is so <laughs> professional. <laughs> and very organized.
1: Yeah. And uh, also since then, well, I don't know if I should be plugging things uh, from the top, but I mentioned on that podcast that I was going to start a podcast yeah. with uh, uh, Kirk, who's a friend of Becky and ours. Uh, I have started that podcast. It's called Music Ray Gun. <laughs> <laughs> Draco's having a lot of fun with me right now. slowly reached out and tried to stop him
0: from talking.
1: (laughs) Oh, is that what's happening? I thought he was being my friend. No, he's probably not. not. No, he is. He's just going, shut up. Shut up. (laughs) up." That's really funny. Uh, So, yeah, I've been doing my podcast and my new job and still barely making ends meet. Sure.
0: All of this is tracking on trend for LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's normal life. Don't worry. You're on target. Mm Mm-hmm. Um...
1: But I haven't killed myself yet. Yeah. So that's... in answer to your question, how are you doing?
0: I'm <laughs> alive. still
1: alive. St-
0: yeah, yeah. Still kicking. Watching your live vision. Live and kicking. Yeah.
1: Watching the vision. Yeah.
0: My uh, photo of me was once on live and kicking. Really? Yeah. As it's... part of a picture contest. Oh. Mm-hmm. I was in the Animals of Farthing Wood magazine with a picture too. A drawing of a fox that was half dead. <laughs> what felt was live needed... and kicking? Oh, it was a kid's. TV like, show, yeah. like a, ho- a Saturday morning kind oh, of yeah. medley. Yeah, my dad sent in a picture of me at a party, I was like six, with a um, one of those headsets. It was like a Spice Girls party, yeah. and it was a headset that Wait, you'd stick the, a lollipop lollipop? I had them, <laughs> I had them in year six when I did our show as the Spice Girls. Yeah. The Chubba headset. Yep, 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 yep. <gasps> and <sighs> so it was me in one of those headsets, and he Aww. sent it in. Oh, oh, that's amazing. So it was like... Yeah, very overwhelming to see myself on the telly that's crazy at that age me and my sister and my mum did a weird uh, training video for some kind of company and we don't know really why and the cameraman came to our house and I was like seven or eight and like we just had to like fight over the remote and we got it on VHS to watch back. And I don't know what. I still don't know what it was for. I think that's so weird. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but yeah, I just had to fight Chloe. Julie, help us out. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. Um, but yes, Happy Mother's Day to lots of mummies out there. Mm-hmm. Mummies, are good. Um, plenty. You know, and everybody who. Is in the world and has therefore been born by a mother. <laughs> <laughs> so um, no, we're going no, to don't. crack on. Yes. Uh, unless you have any, are you are you well? How are you? Oh, I'm very well. Good. Thank you. Good. I'm assuming you are because you're looking at your phone at your next bit. Yeah. No, I'm fine. I um, I actually had a pretty good week at work, so mm. things are all right. Me too. Um, so we have a letter from our friend Megan. Megan. Hi, Megan. Megan. So I don't um, know you. Yes. You I don't do. know Paul. Mm. Um, but, so Megan says, hello, lovely ladies. And I'm sure if she had known Paul was going to be here, she would have kept it the same. Three she ladies. She not give two shits yeah. about you. <laughs>
1: um, I was about to say I'm in touch with my lady side, but I guess it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs>
0: nope. <laughs> First time emailer, frequent listener. Um, thank you for making my hour of paperwork so much more interesting. Well, thank you. Um, if you remember, Megan was the one who had sent me the information that her boyfriend had found about the cadaver synod oh yes that was thanks to her so historical fact that blows my mind the pyramids were already under the sand when Cleopatra was queen of Egypt and the sphinx had just been uncovered what? like they were history? yeah they were ancient history. Crazy. That's crazy. Also, Cleopatra was definitely not a super hottie, we just like to think of her that way because it's hard for people to accept that she might have been the lover of two of the most influential men in Rome, Caesar and Mark Antony, because she was just that clever. Ha! <laughs> I love that. Me too. Second historical fact is just in- that is just insane. Apparently in 1970, 75% of all the people who had ever been alive were alive in that moment. Mm. That's insane. That is crazy. What ha- what happened? What was My nineteen seventy five. That's crazy. I mean, I guess just population booms, I suppose. But doesn't it just get that number just get higher and higher? Wait, no, that doesn't make sense. Never mind. It's blowing my head off. Yeah, it's it's too much, <laughs> it's man. Too much. So and cat advice. My cat used to attack <laughs> us regularly. I have a puncture scar on my arm to prove it. The way we got him to stop is to essentially smother him with so much love that he starts thinking, you are the dominant one in the household. Now I even get to pet his belly. Parenthesis, three pets, no more. <laughs> <laughs> on occasion, much love, Megan. Well, thank you, Megan. That's handy. You. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? I have impl- employed that. Not, uh, like, just, uh, yeah, I just I make him have a cuddle. And he doesn't attack me. We play fight a little bit, but we just... Well, because you were just kind saying, a... you will, you'll like grab him and he'll be kind of starting to attack your arm and you're just kissing him. Yeah. Because you're like, you're close to me. You. Yeah, that's it. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, and I am I still also, I can't get over the the Egyptian facts. No, that's mental. Megan, I'm going to have to call you about this. <laughs> <laughs> we have to talk about Egypt. What? What's happening? No, I mean thousands of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Um yes oh and by the way anyone who wants to watch Eurovision it's on logotv.com and if anyone wants to email us yes if anyone wants to email us we're at chatyourpants at gmail.com or sure you can all. reach out on as, twitter
1: as the American president who just watched his first Eurovision ever mm. well worth it
0: oh yeah yeah and the quality's pretty good this year yeah.
1: I have nothing um, else to compare it to but sure <laughs> there have just been no. some right shit on yes. <laughs> oh god sure
0: uh, but we are Spoiler, going to I'm play like, fuck, alert. fuck Spain <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Spain, uh, there is a rule basically that the big five, which were the sort of five principal countries that were in it like every year for the beginning, they uh, they get through to the finals no matter what, and they definitely phone it in on occasion because mm-hmm. they're like, well, we're going to be in the finals, fuck it. Ah. <laughs> and that was Spain. They should be ashamed of themselves. Anyway. (laughs) A spain of themselves. Oh,
1: good God.
0: (laughs) You should be a spain (laughs) of yourself. Never. Um, uh, That was really the the Spain's entry to Eurovision of this
1: conversation. Yes, it was. Um, There's a lot of podcasts left, Isabel. (laughs)
0: It's true. Um, So... We're going to play Ask Reddit. We just go and Ask Reddit, read some questions. We read the best answers and have a jolly time. Do, do Who do, would do. like to go first? I don't mind. Should we have Paul? We oh. might be looking at him.
1: Sure, but I have to get mine up on my screen.
0: How about Isabel? All right. Because <laughs> I don't want
1: to edit that. Yeah.
0: What is your favourite word to say? Oh, I saw that one.
1: Ooh. Oh, no,
0: I don't have one. Uh... Burgers. Burgers. <laughs> Fair <laughs> play. But, you, Paul, what's your favourite word to say?
1: Tranquility. Ooh. Ooh. I do. That was like But a good, It's the first thing that popped up. It in doesn't have
0: head. to mean anything. You first thought, sound first of the off. word. Yeah. I, my favourite word to say is a French word, embouteillage, which this means bottleneck weird. traffic. <laughs> That's much nicer. That would calm me in a bottleneck crisis sort of situation. I was, I situation.
1: I was w- watching uh, some pharmaceutical commercials today, and thinking mm-hmm. how many horrible disease names actually sound very nice. Very
0: beautiful, yeah. Chlamydia. Mm-hmm. It does sound nice, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. Gonorrhea, yeah. not so much.
1: Not as much.
0: No. Yeah. Anyway, no, I I completely agree. Yeah. Um, the some of the top answers. As a non-native English speaker, Oblivion is not only beautiful, but extremely satisfying to say out loud. Oblivion. oblivion. Yeah, that is a good yeah. one. That's why it made a good name for a ride. Yeah. What about... Do Gem- Oblivion? Penelope. Yes, Penelope. I do <laughs> um, remember Oblivion. Crisp. Someone else likes the word crisp. It starts in the back of your tongue and ends on your lips. Learned this on Reddit. Which is the opposite of where crisps go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's a fun mm. word
1: to say indubitably
0: oh indubitably. all of the sudden oh. <laughs> all of the sudden um <laughs> i i also like um uh canoe yeah i like the word canoe oh, oh, i like oh. kayak what mitten oh i love a mitten <laughs> i love a mitten and i like the word i like the word but not the concept muzzle i thought you're just gonna go <gasps> Like, something terrible. (laughs) Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) Stalin. Mm, Stalin. What
1: writer was it who said, like, the two most beautiful words in the English language are cellar door? Mm. Oh.
0: Who was that? Nobody
1: remembers that reference. I feel like... I remember where I got that from. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Baby shoes, never worn. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So okay where are some more cromulent formulent? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that sounds life threatening it's a Simpsons joke oh it is um, and someone responded embiggen embiggen yeah um, someone else has said a word that I don't know if I want to say on the Mother's Day edition but that I actually agree it's a great word
1: what it's, the C so it's word. a C word word uh, I knew
0: it would be don't do it it's a great word we don't agree don't be
1: like the guy on who's like here's my favourite word to say yeah. yeah
0: but it is it's a viking word it's a great word sure defenestrated Mm. that's a fantastic word yes um and someone else said um moist because of how much it freaks out everyone Uh. around me um
1: Uh, I like um schadenfreude both as a concept and a fun to say word anything
0: that sounds German really any word I like the German word for household like tools or household appliances Mm -hmm. householdgerreiter because you're like it's literally just household... thing.
1: That's, yeah, like, German words are great for just being, like, just, description. Yeah, just, stack yeah. it up! German nouns are a lot of fun.
0: Um... yeah. And someone else said skedaddle. Ooh! Oh. I like skedaddle I and I it's... like, um, uh, kitty corner.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's
0: that? It's a, well, I was a word that I learned in, upon arriving in the U.S., which is, like, if something is across from just you, diagonal. diagonally.
1: Yeah.
0: I a kitty corner. Kitty corner. Is it just where the kittens are? Like, is that historically there were a lot of kittens on the corners and they were like,
1: it's over there. <laughs> I doubt it, but I'm going to imagine that the answer to that question. Yeah. Is
0: Kitten yes. corner, is that where you were, Draco? Kitty corner. Some people say catty corner, and I hate that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. All right. Well, Paul. Yeah. What is yours?
1: Mine's a real positive one. Uh, it's, in what moment have you been... Truly happy.
0: Mmm. Still waiting. When we were eating pizza. <laughs> yeah. Try,
1: try to think of that place where you were or that feeling that you had that you've been trying to achieve ever since but never will. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, when were
1: you truly happy?
0: Truly happy? God. Um, I feel like, wow that's really, how on earth would you say this is upbeat? This is like a positive question because I'm like, am I ever
1: happy? (laughs) Well, Um, I was able to think of one right away.
0: Oh, well, bully for you.
1: So... mm,
0: I feel like it's going to have a sarcastic undertone. Not
1: at all. Uh, I was maybe 15 or 16. Every year for summer vacation, um, my family would go to uh, New Hampshire Mm. uh, on this lake in the mountains. Mm -hmm. And it's it's still my favorite place. Mm -hmm. I mean, ever since I was a little kid, we'd go there every year. Um, Newfound Lake and I just remember that year I think it was in high school and I went down to the beach on the lake by myself and it was sunset so like the daily beach crowd wasn't hanging out there was right. no one else there and I was just sort of like just laying on my back in the water floating and watching the sunset behind the mountains
0: oh my god and
1: Ooh. in my memory I was listening to The Who I wouldn't have had like my man in the water with me but I'd been listening it to it all week Mm -hmm, right and so it was like playing in my head yeah and i was just watching the sunset by myself
0: wow that sounds and i remember in the moment
1: thinking like this is maybe the happiest i've ever felt wow yeah
0: Yeah, there is something weirdly depressing about this yeah though now that now that i'm thinking about it there was one that was a kind of fairly brief blissful moment which was um it was. I think it was because I wasn't really happy about something happening. I was just kind of like... All of these little tiny things adding up. And in this one moment, I'm sort of bubbling with joy. Was in uh, India. Taking a shower. Because it had been so hot. Mm-hmm. And we had been out all day in hospitals and walking around. And, you know, visiting people. And, like, it's just... And there's a certain amount of time this is kind of towards the end of our visit and there's a certain amount of time when like I love hearing foreign languages around me and I'm always wanting to try and learn new languages but there's a bit of exhaustion that comes from not understanding anything that you're hearing unless it's being spoken directly to you mm-hmm. Yeah. and occasionally not always understanding that because someone might be speaking in like you know partial English or broken English like it's it can be just kind of exhausting yeah and so um and yet it's just been unbelievably hot and you know we we were wearing um you know it's often cooler if you're covered so we were wearing like sort of baggy trousers and like cell our mm. tops um also because where we were was fairly conservative um so we were and we had like little sash things covered your shoulders a little bit and we were so but it was just hot and you just felt kind of dusty and sweaty and sticky Mm -hmm. and we got back to the house and they didn't have very predictable running water but what they did have was a massive bucket of like clean cold water Mm -hmm. and then a little bucket and you just stood in the shower and you just like drenched yourself by hand
1: yeah
0: and I cannot express to you how much it felt like absolute nectar <laughs> like being not hot <laughs> and feeling clean at the same time but also you know it had been for the most part a very a very good trip and like there'd been like a lot of crying with the stuff about my grandfather and like a lot of sort of happy crying about other things but this was just a moment when I wasn't having to like meet anybody or be polite or like you know try and make up for something else that was happening. I was just able to like be by myself and be cool and clean. Mm -hmm. And they also had this kind of soap, which if I can find it here, I'm gonna buy in bulk, called Medimix, which is like a very heavily herb soap that I think you use in like, I think it's like Ayurvedic. And it smells unbelievably good to me. Oh my god, it's so good! And I took as much of it as I could, like, because they would just give it out, like, it's sort of like, um, they would just hand it to you in like hotels or like houses because it's just everywhere. Yeah. Um, And so I took as much of it back with me as I could, but I'm out of it now. And I just, so yeah, I was like smelling really intensely of like, you know, mint and herbs and like all of this, and so I was just like, yeah, I finally, for like one shining moment, was cool and smelled good. And it was just kind of, it was like really sunny in the bathroom, and so I was just like, oh, I'm like having such a good time. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that that one shower was like this complete jewel of a moment. Wow.
1: Oh, what about you? <laughs> um,
0: well, I, yeah, I remember last year when I'd finally like done what I want to do in life, which is not be with someone I didn't want to be with and mm. like have a job I really liked and a group of friends I liked and I wasn't like worried about everything and sorry. <laughs> um, I went on this cabin trip, it was exactly this time last oh, year actually yeah. and it was absolutely amazing like with these people that were really cool everyone was so, like everyone was so kind and giving and kind, just nice and funny and we were in the forest and we just come out on the deck and there's always someone cool to talk to and, and you'd drink every night and we'd cook and we'd go on hikes yeah. and it was just the best and I was really happy because then I knew that I was just going to go back to a job I liked mm-hmm. instead of like something I hated which is the rest of my life. So that was nice. I remember you coming back from that and just being like completely on cloud nine. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Can't Plus go out, this year. You were out in the woods which is always I good for you. I need to go. I mean, I'm going to go when mommy comes into town.
1: Well, all three of our Answers are sort of like, we're on vacations. Mm-hmm. They're not specific about like, oh, yeah, oh th- the time I like got something that I wanted mm-hmm. or bought a thing. No, it's just or, a
0: weird moment, isn't it? Which is like, yeah, just like
1: a moment of peace. Yeah. That was personal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: so stop buying shit is the point.
0: Yeah. No! Right. <laughs> no, but that's Never. interesting.
1: Sell everything you own. Become a Hare Krishna.
0: Okay. Um, mine is... What are the perks of dating you? <laughs> I was gonna read that one, I almost yeah, I, I like that one. It. Um, ooh, what are the perks of dating me? <sighs> How long have you got? Um No, actually, the perk of dating me, you haven't got that long, because I don't tend to date people very long. <laughs> um Well, if you want it to be long. That's well not a perk. <laughs> It's a perk for me. Um I I think a perk of dating me is that you Probably aren't very stupid. Because <laughs> the proof that I'm dating you is proof that you can at least string a sentence together. Huh. Um I tend not know pretty low maintenance. I don't I don't ask a lot of the people that I'm going out with. I mean maybe they would report back differently, but like I'm not the type to like ask for presents, I don't need expensive restaurants. So, like, I have a pretty cheap date, is what I'm saying. Yeah, same. I only really like staying home with boys. I don't really mm-hmm. like going anywhere with them. Because I can do that with my friends. Anyway.
1: Because you're independent and self-actualized, and you don't fucking need mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> right?
0: Fucking, yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I don't require a lot, um, and I will probably introduce you to pretty good television.
1: Ooh. Mm. Paul? I don't fucking have an answer. Shut <laughs> up. Uh, I have a cat who's really cool. So... Marth. If you date me, presumably you'll get <laughs> to meet uh, Martha. And that's a perk.
0: That's very that's, humble of you. Almost too <laughs> humble. Um, <laughs> oh.
1: That's really the best, you, the best thing about dating
0: anyway. I feel like... Um, you can make any music joke in the world and Paul will get it and then bat it back to you with a more obscure 90s R&B reference. Right, but that's not a perk. It is it's making them like, feel stupid. Because when I
1: bat it back, it's just like, oh, you fucking nerd, you had to top me. And I will do that. So uh, the, I have a cat and I'm a music nerd. I'm get at me, ladies. and I'm a
0: comedy nerd. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you date me, you'll know it if you're for annoying me <laughs> um you are direct. i don't know if there's a positive thing about dating me i'll probably have sex <laughs> with you i mean that's probably. pretty much a given probably uh, i i probably will make you laugh but then you'll get insecure because you don't want a girl to make you laugh and then you'll try to oh, make me the story of my life yeah me too so if ever this. there were a
1: question that were designed to be answered anonymously on the internet <laughs> not like right yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> it I isn't. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be genuine about this question now. Yeah. What is an actual perk of dating me? Um, get at me, exes. Yeah, right. Um,
1: <laughs> if you, anyone listening, if you've dated any one of the three of us, <laughs> uh, I think sign you... up for a throwaway Gmail account and email the <laughs> <Michelle> show <laughs> and say what <with> the person <gasps> Anonymously. I feel
0: like I have. Exes who have listened to this. I don't know whether they mm. listen. My current does not listen to this. Oh! Well, that's, he sees you in real life. That's true. Yeah, he's, got, got, he's, he's got, got to never listen with. to one episode. Yeah, neither's mine. Um, yeah. Uh, well, i really That's taken it anyway. down from. Oh, your cat's gone really tall. He a tall <laughs> We call that Halloween cat. Yes, he's so Halloween cat. He's a cat cow. Cat cow, indeed. Been yoguring a lot later. What are some of those? So there weren't any good answers? Nah. One okay. of them foreskin, the end. Um, anyway. Life. Right. Let's move on to... A random, random Wikipedia, Wikipedia page. page. My random Wikipedia page is Charles Lalamont. Father Charles Lalamont. S.J. Don't know what S.J. means. Um, born November 17... He's drinking so loudly. <laughs> I know! <laughs> he's I know. drinking so. He wants to be on so the podcast So gross. He's contributing. Just read it. No one cares about a few jingles and jangles here and there. And crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> so he was born, Father Charles Lalamont was born November 17, 1587 in Paris died in ooh, died November 18th, 1674, so he died the day after his birthday. Oh, he got yeah. too excited. Maybe yeah. he choked on some well, cake. He was 87, so probably he could have choked on a grape Yeah, when you're old. Why? Because he had a small throat when you're old. I just feel like you get a weak throat. Really, do you? Yeah, you just kind of like... Ugh. Is that why old people cough so much? I think so. <laughs> the glottis is all saggy. So, he's known for Relation de Jésuites de la Nouvelle France. Okay. He has some brothers. Um, so, he later became the first superior of the Jesuit missions among the Huron in Canada. So he was a Jesuit missionary in Canada. Um, born in Paris to an official of the criminal court, Lalamont entered uh, the Society of Jesus at Rouen uh, in 1607. He studied philosophy at the Jesuit college in La Flesche. For the subsequent formation period... Formation period of his regency. He taught the lower classes at another college. Basically went to... Oh my God, he went to so many schools. I'm not reading them all. (laughs) He went to a bunch of different schools. He served as a teacher of logic and physics. Um, Then he was setting up... Oh God, this is when they were still calling parts of Canada New France. (laughs) Awkward. Um,
1: As a French-Canadian, I don't see why it's so fucking
0: awkward. (laughs) In April 1625, he left Dieppe with father's... Enimonde Monde Merci and Jean de Brébeuf um, They arrived in Quebec City in June Thank you, Merci uh, Neither the directors of the Compagnie de Montmorency nor the settlers among whom the pamphlet was, that he'd written was circula- circulating had any liking for the Jesuits <laughs> um, but the Recollets received them with great kindness and gave them their hospitality until they could have their own house Laramont was quick to realize that the progress of the colony was being impeded by the very people who ought to have promoted it. The Decayens, who were interested exclusively in the fur trade. Oh, this is like that show Frontiers. With, like, Jesuits in the fur trade and
1: everything.
0: Uh, therefore, as soon as Jesuit father Philibert Noirot arrived in 1626, he was ordered, because of the good standing that he enjoyed at the court, to take ship again for France, with the object of advancing the welfare of the colony. So basically, yeah, he was like, the jesuits here are really shit i'm gonna be the good one and so when the new one arrived to like be the president or whatever it was the leader of the jesuits (laughs) in canada he was like go home go back to france we don't want you here
1: and so they did
0: and so yeah he he was like um ooh. Ooh.
1: what did he meet a foul end
0: maybe So he... So the guy that he sent back had arranged for supplies to be sent to his colleagues in in Quebec City but they never reached their destination. According to Father Christian Leclerc they were seized at Enfleur by Raymond de La Rauld and Guillaume de Cayenne one of the fur trader guys. Thwarted in the trading company at Quebec in his efforts to evangelize the Indians. oh, that's just a sentence and a half. Uh, sailed to France in order to lodge a protest. Attempting to return to New France his vessel was captured by Kirk who was then blockading the St. Lawrence River. Lalamont was sent as a prisoner to England. A second attempt to travel to Canada resulted in a shipwreck. Um, And then he was wrecked again on his way back to France on the coast of Spain. Um, He finally made it back in 1632 to New France, uh, where he became procurator of the Canadian missions, um, and everything seemed to get ironed out. Oh, except that um, his nephew was murdered by the Iroquois. Yeah, well. But, I mean... You know. Yeah. Who's in their land? Right. <laughs> and like, just because you're evangelizing doesn't mean you're not also like. Yeah. Subjugating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So he wrote a bunch of stuff. Um, sort of interesting guy. I bet he would make a good side character in uh, an HBO show. Ooh. Maybe he's already in Frontiers. I should look up that show and see if he's on it. Um, welcome back. Heard
1: of it, but now I'm uh, now I'm curious. Who's next? You. Me? This is a little different, but it, it is actually the first thing that came up when I searched for a random Wikipedia page. And it's pilot slash chapter two. Mm. What? Which is the two hour pilot episode of the NBC legal drama The Firm. The episode is set ten years after the John Grisham's nineteen ninety one novel and its nineteen ninety-three film adaptation. It aired on January eighth, twenty twelve, as a two-hour series premiere and why don't I just read the plot summary (laughs) do it all right Here's what happens in the pilot episode of the TV show of the firm (laughs) that I didn't know existed The episode opens with a bleached out opening sequence of a chase scene of Mitch McDeer being chased in Washington DC by three men in suits It uses flashbacks to help the viewer get up to speed on Mitch's history including some pedestrian legal cases. Oh boy Following the chase, he makes his escape by jumping into the bed of a pickup truck. At one point in the chase scene, Mitch is able to call his wife on a payphone to give her the danger signal, it's happening again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many episodes this show had before it was canceled. Once he tells her that they have to go back to being on the run, the story flashes back to the recent past when the family emerged from witness protection. They just So they just, like, just set everything yep. back from, yeah. The flashback takes us six weeks prior and is presented in normal lighting. (laughs) (laughs) Among among the essential facts quickly conveyed is that Mitchell McDeer was the whistleblower who brought down a law firm that was a mob front without breaking the law or betraying his gangster clients. Yeah, we read it. (laughs) Yet the mob kingpin responded to his own arrest by arranging a hit on McDeer, compelling his family to participate in the witness protection program until his death. They left the program because the Witness Protection Program (laughs) had them on the run for too long. This is written like a third-grader's book report.
0: (laughs) It may have been. Yeah, Uh, that's
1: halfway through. So let's just end it there. We'll say that that was the pilot episode in the second half. We don't need to read.
0: I love it. (laughs) You know what my favorite part is? is The normal lighting? The normal lighting. Yeah, Yeah, of course. Because I think
1: we sort of... I don't know about you, but I intuited it as I was, you know... In in the theater of my mind, Uh the lighting was sort of different to indicate that it was A... A flashback and B, extremely tense.
0: Right, <laughs> I'm gonna go with you know, high a of, stakes. A lot of chiaroscuro and Ooh. blues and whites. Yes,
1: I also read that in English with less agility than you read the French in yours.
0: Yeah, but mine was really boring. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you ready for mine?
1: <laughs> go for it. it. Barely
0: even yes. come out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Wait, I didn't do the Japanese town I was gonna do. So hopefully I got more luck than that. Where am I? This is an interesting one, but I can't quite wrap my brain around making it shorter, because I don't quite get it. Cognitive musicology. Hmm. Is a branch of cognitive science concerned with computationally modelling musical knowledge with the goal of understanding both music and cognition. Cognitive musicology can be differentiated from other branches of music psychology via its methodological emphasis using computer modeling to study music-related knowledge representation with roots in artificial intelligence and cognitive science. Hmm. So, basically, it's just looking into how we respond to music physiologically. Uh, it seems like as I read on further. Uh, it investigates topics such as the parallels between language and music in the brain, Biologically inspired models of computation are often included in research such as neural network and evolutionary programs. This field seeks to model how musical knowledge is represented, stored, perceived, performed and generated by using a well-structured computer environment. Even while enjoying the simplest of melodies, there are multiple brain processes that are synchronising to comprehend what's going on. After the stimuli enters and undergoes the processes of the ear, it enters the auditory cortex, part of the temporal lobe, which begins processing the sound by assessing its pitch and volume. From here, brain functioning differs among... The analysis of different aspects of music. For instance, for instance, the rhythm is processed and regulated by the left frontal cortex, the left par- parietal cortex, and the parietal. right parietal cortex, and the right cerebellum. Standardly. <laughs> <laughs> standardly. Standard. Standardly. standardly, cerebellum, standardly, cerebellum, standardly. Tonality, the building of musical structure around a central chord, is assessed by the prefrontal cortex, and Cerebulum. Cerebellum? Yeah. Music is able to access many different brain functions that play an integral role in other high, higher brain functions, such as motor control, memory, language, reading, and emotion. Mm. Research has shown that music can be used as an alternative method to access these functions that may be unavailable through non-musical stimuli yeah. due to a disorder. Yeah, Musicology explores the use of music and how it can provide alternative transmission routes for information processing in the brain to diseases such as Parkinson's and dyslexia. There's also those people um, who have Alzheimer's and um, when you play them music they are able to like... So they remember better? Yeah. Let's see. Music therapy effect on cognitive disorders. If neural pathways can be stimulated with entertainment, there is a higher chance that it will be more easily accessible. That's what you're talking about. This just why music is so powerful and can be used in such a myriad of different therapies. Music that is enjoyable to a person elicit an interesting response that we're all aware of. Listening to music is most, wait, is not perceived as a chore because it's enjoyable. However, our brain is still learning and utilising the same brain functions as it would be speaking. That's so interesting, or acquiring language. Music has the capability to be a very productive form of therapy, mostly because it's stimulated, entertaining, and appears rewarding. Interesting. I'm going to try and summarise this, even though it's quite interesting indeed. Hmm. So no wonder Eurovision is D- so- yes, <laughs> very important. <laughs> it's healing me. The ability to tap to a rhythmic to a rhythmic beat correlated with performance on reading and attention tests. Interesting. Ah. Oh huh, Parkinson's <laughs> disease, sorry, Parkinson's disease is a complex neurological disorder that negatively impacts both motor and non-motor functions caused by the degeneration of dopaminergic neurons <laughs> Uh blah 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 uh, I'm trying to see how it helps okay, blah 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 ah, uh, doesn't really say basically it tries to help that, but isn't that interesting how much that music reaches different parts of the brain and in prenatal development too
1: this is one of those areas where as is sometimes the case with science I acknowledge it's important and it's the applications of musicology obviously because of everything that you described are worthwhile but like I don't want to know about it because I don't want my enjoyment of music, like broken down into how it affects.
0: Interesting. You know oh, what oh, I mean? So like, it's less special if, then. if there's
1: a poem that I love, I don't, I don't want it to be broken down into its parts. So you explain to me why. Why I like a human, I my just want it to this. wash over me. You mm, know what yeah. I mean? So, by all means, musicologists. Do your work. And if there's someone who needs music therapy and we can and make it better for them, that's fine. I just don't want to study it myself and like, and, and break down my enjoyment of art into Yeah, that's art. like
0: explaining a magic trick.
1: Yeah, kinda. Of. See,
0: I think But I like it. I am I am sort of different in that regard because that's that for me is a part of enjoying it. Yeah. Is and what understanding it. Yeah, is yeah, being able to take it down. so like when I studied poetry in college that was like my favorite thing like there was sometimes when I was like I wouldn't want to do it immediately but then I know that there are things that I'm missing by not breaking it down like yeah. references that I'm not getting yeah or um, well, it's one th- it's one How thing to like explicate
1: that? a poem so that you understand it on a deeper mm. level but the, I'm talking more about like when those like twats who say like oh love is nothing really but is chemicals I, I, I firing I, in yeah. your brain to make you feel yeah like, no that is like, so yeah so technically tiring. kind of but just let me feel love and don't right. don't tell me that it's just my brain firing or something yeah like, <laughs> don't be an
0: me. asshole yeah. time for tiny joys and gripes
1: joys and gripes joys and gripes
0: um my tiny joy this week is uh, being in my bed because I feel mm. like it's so infrequent. Um, but also champagne. Whee! (laughs) Champagne. Haven't we had a nice vat of it today? We have. My tiny joy is, um, having, um, variably pink hair recently. Yeah! It's been fun. I haven't ever changed my hair colour since I was about 14, so it's been a nice time Mm. to, uh, even though it's very temporary, experiment. And it was very pink on Friday, and I shot a music video and it was such fun, and I was very 90s, mm. and I just felt like a different person. Uh, it. But it turns out it's quite hard to find clothes that go with it. Mm. So uh, now it's mostly washed out, but it's still a bit pink. Mm-hmm. And it's fun! Yeah. Huzzah! Anyway. Huzzah! What about you, Paul? Uh,
1: not to piggyback on your memory of the time you were truly happy, but I did write down my joy and great before I got here. Yeah. My joy is long fucking showers. Ooh.
0: Uh. I hate them before I get in them, though.
1: Which I take frequently. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, just feeling sweaty is just the worst. Mm -hmm, I'm just taking a long shower. I also shave my head, which I do in the shower, uh, which is like really meditative for me. Like I close my eyes and I shave my head. That,
0: I have never shaved my head? Well, I've never (laughs) shaved my head, but I've also never thought about the fact. Yeah. Like, where people who regularly shave their heads, what is their they would do routine? It. I don't know if yeah. most
1: people do it in the shower.
0: I feel like you'd need a mirror if you're not...
1: No, I, I When I first started shaving it, I used a mirror in the shower. And then I realized I was just kind of going by feel anyway. Yeah. So I do it with my eyes closed, and it's really... Like, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it is. I really... Like, I enjoy shaving my head. A lot of guys say they hate shaving. Mm. I think especially if they have like sensitive skin and they mm. tend to get razor burn. I have good, oily, Italian skin. I never have a problem. <laughs> I love shaving, man.
0: I... Ever since I saw... Oh my god, what is that movie? Um, Empire Records, I've always wanted to shave my head. Oh, Robin Empire <laughs>
1: Records. Oh, Robin Tunney. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, she also makes me want yeah, women cool. to shave their heads. <laughs> but also, like, a, like a sh- the kind of shower you take on a weekend, because, yep. you know, not the quickly before work mm-hmm. weekday morning shower, but the one where you can really, like, really soap up and take your time and waste a lot yeah. of water. <laughs> yeah, perhaps.
0: I like it here because I'm not paying for the bills. Uh, mine is when I get so many random phone calls throughout the day, I'm assuming from telemarketers, but... Like, my instinct is to panic when any unknown number calls me Uh, because some emergency's happened. And no one ever leaves a voicemail. And I'm like, if you want me to... If you want to call me so bad every mm -hmm. fucking day, leave a voicemail so I know what human being you are. Why would I ever Mm -hmm. just call a number back? I bet it is a telemarketer. Yeah, it definitely is. But, like, that's how I know not to worry if I see, like, a missed call with no voicemail. But it's still, Mm -hmm. like... Fuck it.
1: Shut up. I always Google the number. And then it'll often come up up. with, like, a message board of people who will report back. Like, Mm -hmm. I got called by this number, and it was, like, a scam. I
0: get them at the weirdest time of day sometimes. Like, it's not even, like, office hours. I especially hate the ones that prey on old people. Ugh, isn't Mm. that awful? Um, Because they want to talk to people. Yeah. Whereas I don't want to talk to anyone. Nope. No I have to talk to people all the time.
1: I remember when I was around eight or nine and I got, you know, my birthday cards with cash in it from all mm-hmm. my great aunts and stuff and I was making my thank you calls <laughs> and I called my auntie Etta and an old lady answered and said hello and I was like hi auntie Etta it's Paul and she's like oh no, you have the wrong number and I was like oh, I'm sorry well, yeah, I got I got the wrong number sorry to bother you goodbye and she's like no, please talk to me. She was no. like, oh, "Yes, oh. Yes, I felt so bad, but like, also it freaked me out, and I was like, Oh, goodbye, click. Because <laughs> I just no. got like so ter- like that's scared so in the moment, sad. but she was a lonely old lady, and she was like, No, please stay and talk to me.
0: Oh, was, God, that's the first heartbreaking I've I, yes, ever heard. Isn't
1: it? I felt badly about that ever since.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, you're any little you want Yeah, know. I don't
1: blame myself, but I was immediately like, Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: Oh, man, yeah, um, my I, tiny gripe, yeah, tiny big gripe.
1: Okay, it's kind of specific. I'm not an actor and I've never had headshots, mm-hmm. but I live in LA and I have a lot of friends with mm-hmm. people who are in show business or trying to be in show, sure. show business. So, my tiny gripe is people laughing in their headshots. Oh, boy <laughs> you know what I mean. Like the fake like open mouth, like haha. <laughs> like I just got caught in a spontaneous moment during this photo. I shoot. know. My
0: sister made me take a picture of her the other day, yesterday, like looking spontaneous. I'm like, why would I be taking a yeah. picture of you? It makes no sense. I know.
1: Like you can take the severe, like straight ahead, like actor's headshot, and that looks cool.
0: The one that I have as my profile picture,
1: you mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yours is amazing. Thanks. Or even like a smiling one, but something about like the open mouth, like <laughs> Yeah, oh, I don't no. know, but like, especially, you know, people will upload their new headshots to Facebook, and I see them, and I'm just like, those are annoying. Yeah, are well, also,
0: I know I look so dumb when I do that. Like, my face <laughs> isn't a, a laugh face. It just yeah. looks like, mmm, like, like a giant rat. <laughs> so I'm just jealous of the people that look normal when they do it. Well, but also, mm-hmm. it's it, it targets the same part of my anger brain, that people who laugh in songs are able to zone it on. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, fuck off!
1: I hope with you that never laugh.
0: laugh again.
1: I love when <laughs> Jimi Hendrix laughs in his songs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jimi Hendrix is a brilliant He'll sing, a <laughs> yeah." <laughs>
1: he's, it's the coolest thing.
0: He's the coolest guy, exactly. so he's allowed to do that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, has advice for the week. Um, dye hair pink. Have a go. Briefly, though, just a shampoo mm. version, not real dye. Yeah. There you go. Try I that. Okay. Dye your head pink.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just draw on it with a pink magic wand. Yeah,
0: you can do it. style. (laughs) (laughs) What Um, are you? uh, Eat something. You're probably just hungry. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's my... It's like our cup of tea solves everything. A big sandwich also does. Big, yeah. I'm... Oh, my God. Also, yeah, just realising that, like, oh, you're a, a biological thing. You're not just a brain in a jar. Yeah. Like... You've, there's a there's a whole complex set of systems That are going on Into keeping you upright And if you ignore them all It doesn't make you smart Just you think yourself <laughs> as a car That's what I do They you just be plonk out If you don't put petrol in them <laughs> Plonk Plonk that's, I mean, yeah, that's been me this week. Is going like, why do I feel like death?
1: Yeah, oh, I don't take care of my car either. <laughs> right, my car is a piece of shit. and yeah. It looks like one. Yeah. I don't take care of um, Mine's
0: got a weird smell. and I don't know what it is. I don't know how I to find eat. it. Snuck in
1: and pooed in your what car. Did, it doesn't <laughs> smell
0: like a poo. It smells. Yeah. Oh man,
1: off. we almost made it through the whole podcast without talking about poo.
0: We did well. It. <laughs> that's why you keep me around. Yeah. Um, so is that why? Golden news. Um, mm. um, bah, bah, bah. um thank you so much for joining us. Sorry we're all so tired. It's oh. the champagne and also it's been a long week. <laughs> uh, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Um you can tweet us at ChattyPants or write to us at chattypantsagmail.com. We do have a website, chattyourpants.wick I think. I think so. Um yeah, Sarah figured it out. She um, did. But then again, she's doing like 100 GCSEs, so uh, maybe, private she's, school. Yeah, maybe she's she just she's might pretty, be smarter really than you. Mm. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you can always send us your tiny joys and gripes. You can send us uh, cat advice, I'm Absolutely. liking, I'm liking that Michael. that's become a thing. I know! <laughs> Isn't that um, fun? Draco's famous. You can send us uh, your anything really. I'm covered in hair. Yeah, um, It's in my mouth as well. <laughs> it's uh, always in my eyes. Anyway, it's everywhere. Paul, where did the good people find you?
1: Uh, I think I, I briefly plugged my podcast at the top uh-huh. of the show, Music Raygun. Just go to musicraygun.com. There are five episodes up. Whee! And, and it's really fun. there are more coming. Please, um, it's, a fun, it's a fun music podcast. If you like music and, and you don't mind listening to my dumb voice, <laughs> then check it out.
0: Um, you can also listen to all three of us at various times mm-hmm. on a different podcast, our friend Tyler's podcast. It's in the cards. Uh, where we play Cards Against Humanity, and it's a lot ruder than this one. It's not too rude.
1: It's um, pretty fucking rude.
0: But, yeah, I think it's think fucking rude. What's rude these days? Uh, exactly. Uh, well, you wouldn't let me say the C word. Well, okay. Um, cat is rude. But, yes, it's a great word. Um, Becky's got a scratch in her armpit, because her cat... <laughs> had to get in a cat bag. Had to get... <laughs> I've been um, trying
1: to get him to wrestle with me this whole time, he won't scratch Mate, me. you
0: want to get it going, he won't fucking do it. Yeah. He's Do getting right the now. crazy guys on. Um, Let's. this has been Isabelle. This has been Becky. That's been Paul. There he Goodbye. is. And here's Draco, he's crunching now. And Draco's crunching. Bye!
1: Bye! Bye bye. <laughs> meow.